Torah tells us in Parshas Tetzaveh, as well as in Parshas Tzav, a very, very similar psukim, that when the Mishkan was originally commanded, so we were told in Parshas Tetzaveh, and again in Parshas Tzav, that there's going to be seven days, the Shivas Yimei Hamiluim. Those seven days are going to be seven days where we're sort of getting the Mikdash ready. Moshe Rabbeinu in many ways serves as the, as the Kohen or Kohen Gadol. Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that's offering many of the Karbanos. And at that particular time, that's when Aharon and his children are being consecrated. That's when they are going to be sort of established as really being, as really being the Kohanim. During the Shivas Yimei Hamiluim, there were Karbanos that we, that we brought. There was also, the beginning, toward the beginning of Parsha Shemini, Vahiba Yom HaShemini, the eighth day, which is really sort of the first day of the Mikdash functioning regularly and normally. After seven days of Moshe Rabbeinu sort of getting, doing the Avoda and getting it ready, and Aaron doing his bit part a bit, the eighth day things are, going to, things are going to shift a little bit. There is, and I say this just by way of introduction, there's a very, very famous machlokas between Rashi and the Ramban. This is important just to follow what's going to come our way. Uh, the Ramban understands, in our context of Rapsukim, that, that, that the Torah is given in chronological order, that we were commanded to build a Mishkan. The commandment for the Shiva Simehamiluim all took place before next week's parsha, Parsha's Kisisa, that we were commanded to build a Mishkan, says the Ramban. Then we messed up with Chet HaEgel. And then part of the Chiddush of Yaakov Pekude is, in many ways, that even though we messed up with the Chet HaEgel, we're still going to have, we're still going to have a Mishkan. According to Rashi, Ein According to Rashi, Parshios Truma and Tetzave only took place after the Chet HaEgel. So even though in Chumash it's out of order, it's out of order. And in that sense, everything that we were commanded in the Shivas Yimehamiluim took place after Chet HaEgel. After Chet HaEgel, it's a very famous and very important Machlokas Harishonim, which frames the following the following discussion. On Aaron's first day, functioning as the regular Kohen Gadol in Parsha Shmini, Aaron is commanded to bring a carbon. Torah tells us, Vayomer Aaron, Kachlecha Egel, Ben Bakar Lechatas. Take an Egel as a Chatas. Why on the eighth day is Aaron commanded to take an Egel? So Rashi says, It's Lahodiyah Shemechaper Logashbaruchu Al Yedei Egel Zeh Al Maisa Egel. This was the way that Aaron was able to get, to get Kapara. That Aaron was able to get Kapara. For the Chedah Egel, that's why he brought an eagle on the eighth day. The Ramban even points out that this carbon is missing from Parshas Tetzaveh. Because this carbon that Aaron was going to bring on the eighth day, this carbon that was a carbon cheda eagle, couldn't have been commanded. He couldn't have been required to bring Parshas Tetzaveh because he hadn't yet messed up with the cheda eagle. He only messed up with the cheda eagle next week's Parsha and Parshas Kisisa. So the Ramban understands that we have the Shiva Simehamiluim. But on the eighth day, when Aaron finally starts, since he was involved in the Chet Egel, we have one carbon which comes to be mechaper, to mechaper on Chet Egel. However, there is a very, very uh, strong question on Rashi, which many of the Mefarshim uh, ask. And that is as follows. On the eighth day, when Aaron finally starts functioning, he does bring a carbon to mechaper on the Chet Egel, so Rashi writes. But Rashi thinks that in the Shiva Simehamiluim, in Parsh Tetzavah, the seven days when they're practicing, that there were also karbanos offered as a kapara for Chet HaEgel. We brought a par every single day of the Shiva Simehamiluim, and that par we brought in Shiva Simehamiluim, Rashi writes in Parsh Tetzaveh, was lechaper al Maisa HaEgel. Because, again, Rashi maintains, first was the Chet HaEgel, and then the Tzivoy for the Mishkan. So says Rashi, we brought a karban during the Shiva Simehamiluim for the Chet HaEgel. We brought another karban on the eighth day for a kapara for the Chet HaEgel. Therefore, ask many of the Mepharshim, 
according to the Ramban, I understand. Typically, when a person sins, they bring a carbon, and then they are, they are forgiven for their sin. But according to Rashi, there were multiple carbonos offered as kapara for the Chet Ha'egel. There were the carbonos during the Shiva Simei Hamiluim, and then there was another carbon that was offered, Vahi Bayom Hashmini. Parshas Truman, Parshas Tetzave and Tzav have one carbon, the par brought for Chet Ha'egel, and Parshas Shmini has the Egel also brought for Chet Ha'egel. Wonder, many of the Mepharshim, why is it the sin of Chet Ha'egel would require Aaron to bring multiple carbonos? Why would it be necessary to bring multiple carbonos for the exact same sin? We don't typically have this. If I do different sins, same sin at different times, but for the same Isa Avera and the same sin, we don't typically bring the exact same carbon. What exactly is what exactly is going on? So there are three Mahalchem. Why he brought a par in the Shemesh Mehamiluim, that was one element of, of Kapar for Cheda Egel. And he also brought in the Behibiyam Hashmini, the eighth day, and he finally started another carbon for Cheda Egel. So the first Mahalch is the Babach Rebbe. Babach Rebbe suggests, as, as many Bali Machshava do, he does based on the Balhatanya, that in fact there are often multiple stages of the Tshuva process. One stage of the Tshuva process is to get Mechilas Avonos, to be able to be forgiven for our sin. But the other element of tshuva is our standing in front of Hashem Yisbarach. A certain kind of ritzoy, a certain kind of appeasement in which we are sheyiyah l'ratzen lifnei Hashem u'merutzev v'chaviv l'fanav k'kodim achet. Because Baruch doesn't just forgive us, but he looks at us the same way we did before we sinned. Suggests the Babach Rebbe that that's why there were two different karbanos that had to be offered. There was a carbon during Shiva Yimei HaMiluim. That was there to get forgiveness, mechilas avonos. But there was a need for a new carbon to be brought by Hiba Yom Hashmini, because now when Aaron's finally stepping in, and Aaron's the one who's going to be building the Mishkan, so there he wants to make sure he's going to even be standing in front of Hashem the same way he was before the Chay, that his standing clap of is going to be going to be stronger. That's one mahalach of the Lavacher Rebbe. The Maral in the Gor Aryeh in Parsha Tetzave offers another mahalach. The Maral suggests, you know, it's not coincidental that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one offering the carbon during Shiva Simei HaMiluim. And on the eighth day, it's Aaron that comes in. Why? Says the Maharal, I think what was happening here, he gives the following mashal. Let's say a person messes up badly with the king. A person messes badly with the king. So the first thing that you'll do is you'll have a close advisor to the king. You'll have someone that's very close to the king. First go in and try to generate some appeasement. First to go in and try to, and try to get some forgiveness. Only once that person has done enough work so then the one who actually sinned feels comfortable going in front of the king and asking for forgiveness himself. Sometimes you can't just go your own. You have to have someone help you in order to be able to go in. Suggest the Maharal, I think that's what was happening here. I think what was happening here was Aaron messed up in Chet Ego. The point of the Shiva Smeha Miluim, Moshe Rabbeinu is the one being mocked of the Karbanos. Moshe Rabbeinu, the close advisor of the Rabbanos Olam, comes in and tries to help get some forgiveness, helps improve Aaron's standing. But he couldn't get the full forgiveness until Aaron himself came. But he, by Yom Hashmini, now it's Aaron's turn. Because Moshe done a lot of the work, but now it's Aaron's turn to be able to be able to come in, to be able to come in. According to both of those mahalchim, that mahalach of the Babach Rebbe and the Maharal, what's happening for Rashi is as follows: Why are there multiple karbanos being offered for Cheda Egel before we can have the Mishkan? Because there are multiple stages of the Chuba process. For the Babach Rebbe, it's multiple as far as your own mechila and you're standing in front of Hashem. For the Maharal, it's like the work, like beforehand. Moshe Rabbeinu is sort of helping Aaron. Getting, help, helping improve the relationship, so he can then come in and ask for forgiveness. The Maharal, however, has another Yisod. The Maharal in Gor Ari has a Yisod. It's a Yisod which he has as well in the Sefer Netzach Yisrael, the Sefer Tiferes Yisrael. It's, it's a very, very powerful Yisod of the Maharal that we'll try and, that we'll try and elaborate. It says the Maharal as follows. There's often 
So the, the Satan is very, very good at what it does. And when a person has sinned and hasn't done tshuva, it hasn't done tshuva, so the Satan is there, is there, and then that person is able to go and do tshuva. But the Satan always tries to come back at the most appropriate times. The Satan knows how to feel out when there's something bigger going on to try to attack that person with a greater sense of focus. That's why the Gemara says in Mesach HaSukkah, the bigger you are, the bigger the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara knows how to attack. The Yitzhahara knows how to attack someone who's bigger when something big is going on. Suggest in Ma'aral the following always happens. The first reason why a person brings a carbon is to get some forgiveness. Okay, it is what it is. But whenever there's something monumental occurring, whenever there is something very significant occurring, the Satan always comes back and tries to throw whatever it can at you. The Yitzhahara knows this is a very, very auspicious, it's a very significant time, and therefore it's going to do whatever it can to try and get you, to try and get you. Says the Maral, that's what was happening here. Aaron, the first seven days, was able to bring a carbon. The carbon that you were able to bring, the carbon that you were able to bring was, was important and it was significant and a certain mile taking place. We're, we're, we're beginning. But now that we have Bahi, Bahi, Bayom Hashmini, it's a new stage in the history of Klal Yisrael. It's a mile of Bifne Atzmo. It's a new, it's a new elevation. Shivas Meyam Milum is one elevation. This is another elevation. And the Satan is always, the Yitzhahara is going to be there. It's Dafka, a time when the Yitzhahara is doing whatever it can. So it's true I brought a carbon already. And it's true maybe I would forgive him. But whenever it's a new Madrega, the Yitzhahara, the Satan, using those terms interchangeably for now, always comes in and tries to and tries to get you even more. It's a very risky time when there's a certain Mila taking place. The Maharal explains about Netzach Yisrael and Teferis Yisrael that that is the reason, that, that's shot in the following question, which is a very well-known question. How is it possible in Parshish Kisisa, B'nai Yisrael gets the Torah, we get, we get the Torah, and then right away after, after getting the Torah, after getting the Luchos, we sin in Chet HaEgel, how is it possible in a moment, one moment, to be so high and the next moment to be so low in Chet HaEgel? A lot of answers to that question. The Maharal's suggestion is because it's very simple. It goes hand in hand. At the moment of greatest Mila, when we got the Torah, when we were getting the Torah, at that moment, the Tzahara was throwing everything it could at us. That was a time that we knew, that was a moment, says, says the Maharal even, the Tzahara knew if we got the Torah in a very pure way, so Torah could protect us from the Tzahara entirely. It was his last real shot at taking us down. And in that sense, the Tzahara came in, the Tzahara was going at us. So we failed in Chede Egel, not despite the fact that we were at, it was a very significant time for Klai Yisrael, but because it was a significant time for Klai Yisrael, because we're about to be the Torah, so that's when the Yitzhara says, I'm going to try to get you, I'm going to try to get you even more, I'm going to try to track you even more. And that's when we saw the following. We are beginning to consecrate the Beis HaMikdash, the Mishkan. According to the Ramban, it's only in parts of Shemini that Aaron brings a Karban, an Egel, to get a form of Kapara, a form of Kapara for the Chet Egel, for the Chet Egel. That's when it was, one Karban. According to Rashi, there are multiple karbanos being offered to give Aaron kapara for Cheda Egel during the Shivish Mehemiluim as well as on the eighth day. Why multiple karbanos? The Lavach Rebbe, multiple elements of tshuva, according to the Maharal in the first Mahalach. So Moshe first sets the stage, then Aaron comes in, and for the third, because every time you go up a Madrega, there's a new Yitzhahara going after you. So you have to, you have to protect yourself then. So I protect myself in Shivish Mehemiluim, I protect myself again now that we're establishing this permanent status of Aaron being. Of our going to be the Kohen, the Kohen Gadol. There's a lot of other questions we're not talking about. The Shemi Shmuel has a kasha, why we have to bring the same carbon every day of Shibish Mehamiluim. What exactly is going on there? Maral speaks about how come sometimes you get kapar v'chet egel with an egel, and sometimes with a par. Those are all important questions, however, not for now. Have a wonderful rest of your day.